All right, we're in Proverbs 31 tonight. We're finishing Proverbs, and uh, it's been a joy going through Proverbs. This is the last Proverbs, Proverbs 31, and it's amazing because um, now I believe uh, King Lemuel is Solomon, but I don't believe that he's Solomon. In actual, it's it's almost like a mystery. Now, people don't know who King Lemuel is, but I believe that it is written like that. Here, hold on to him just in case someone else comes in. Um, the words, let's go to Proverbs 31. I'll, I'll try to explain what I mean. Proverbs 31, and we'll, we'll start off with a word of prayer. Everybody got a paper? Good. Okay. Amen. Let's let's pray. Father, bless Lord. Uh, this time as we look into uh, Proverbs thirty-one, just open our eyes of understanding, and we thank you for Lord the wonderful time we've had in Proverbs. We've learned so much, and uh, Lord, uh, thank you for this book. Help us, I pray, in all we do, to honor and glorify your name. In your name, we pray. Amen. All right, the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. All right, so I believe there's like a two-part two um, meaning here. King Lemuel just means uh, one that belongs to God. That's, the name, that's what that name means, uh, belongs to God, or one who seeks God, um, one who belongs to God. Uh, his mother, I believe it's talking about Solomon's mother, but in other words... As well, what, I, what I'm trying to say is it's almost like a mystery because um, God always brings out the church as the wife, as the woman, um, like Song of Solomon. You know, it, it's not talking about an actual man and woman. It's, it's talking about Christ and the church. And the same thing almost here. God is using a spiritual aspect, uh, King Lemuel, one who seeks God. It's not using Solomon's direct name, um, but one who seeks God um, that his mother taught him. But it's also describing what Bathsheba uh, taught Solomon. And that's, that's how I believe uh, this, uh, what this means here. All right, let's, let's move on. There's, there's other people who say, well, King Lemuel was someone else and but I, reading this, I tend uh, definitely not to think that um, I believe that it is talking about Solomon. But the way, why, it's, why it says King Lemuel, because it means belongs to God and it, it's, it's getting our, our focus off of humanity, but more on to Christ and the church, as we could say. All right. You guys got your papers ready? Good. All right. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. And we know uh, King Solomon, uh, Bathsheba, we know what Bathsheba went through. She went through so much. She, uh, she had her husband, her true love. David was not her love. Um, David was not her husband. Bathsheba was stolen by David. Uh, and then Uriah was killed, murdered. He was, and Bathsheba was taken against her own will to the palace, made to be his wife after 
her husband was murdered, the one she did love, um, and the Bible always calls uh, Uriah and Bathsheba husband and wife. That never went away. So David was plagued with title of adulterer. adulterer. Um, and one thing, though, that Bathsheba had was she had that will and persistency to honor God, to seek God, and to make the best of things. And immediately, when you, when you, when you dig into Bathsheba's life, you will see immediately that Bathsheba, um, she fell in line right away. Almost, you, you, people would say, well, oh, well, maybe she didn't love Uriah. Of course she loved Uriah. But there's, wisdom takes you to a new level when you know and recognize that there, you're in a situation, you can't do anything about it, so let's make the best of things. Let's see how we can be fruitful where we are now. What can we do where we are at today and not, not look at um, what we don't have, not look at what um, we can't change, but look at what God has given us now, where he has brought us, what we have to work with, and make the best of it. And that's what wisdom's all about. And that's what Bathsheba did right away. As soon as she was taken to the palace, um, she thrived. And she, uh, her son became king. Bathsheba's son became king. Amen? Because of the wise woman that she was. And the prophecy that his mother taught him. This is talking about Bathsheba. Verse 2, it says, What my son, Nathan, what, my son, and what, the son of my womb, and what, the son of my vows? Here we go. Ready? Uh, A. Give not thy strength unto women. A is protect your strength. Protect your strength. We all have weakness. But when you give in to that weakness, you are giving your strength away. Right? There's strength in living right. There's strength in doing right. Don't give away your strength. Protect your strength. All right? We all need strength to live, right? We all need strength to do what we want to do. We need strength to work. We need strength to whatever. To be fruitful here. So if you can give away your strength, um, you can also lose it, right? So you need to protect it. We would say strength is valuable. Well, how strong are you? The Bible says if you faint in the day of adversity, that strength is what? Small. Okay, you got to protect your strength. Don't give it away. Don't give it... Um, she says... Don't give it, Solomon, don't give it to women. Don't give it. Protect it. You need that strength as a man to lead, to, to work, to be fruitful, because others depend on you. All right? Especially the, the higher in status you go, others thrive off you. Okay? Moms need to be strong for their kids. If the mom breaks down, then how about the kids? What do they do? They can't do anything. Uh, so whatever position you're in, you need to be strong because others feed off that strength. 
All right, so you got to protect your strength. Protect your strength. B, keep yourself, she says, keep yourself from women. Give not the strength unto women. Keep yourself from women. C, keep yourself from, it says, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Give not the strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Notice she says, thy ways, nor thy ways. Solomon, I already see you slipping up some. I can, I can tell as a mom what is in you. And if you know your kids, if you have kids, you, you can see their weakness. You can see what they're prone to, what they lean towards, right? Their ways. The Bible says train up a child in the way, in the, in the way, the good way, right? Uh, but as a parent, you can see their ways. Uh, and she, that's what she's saying here. Nor thy ways. Listen, you, you need to watch your ways. And those same ways are the same ways that destroy kings. They'll bring even a king down. So keep yourself from women. Keep yourself from ways, the bad ways. D, verse 4. It is not for kings, Olamuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Keep yourself from wine. That's a saying. Wine and women are pleasures. E, five through seven. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, uh, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Saying, what is uh, alcohol for? Alcohol are for people who, who have lost their way in life. They're ready to die. They're not for the, it's not for the living. It's not for people who are trying to live. It's for the, those who are on their deathbeds. E is gain heart. You need heart. Don't give up in life. Wine is for people who, are, who have given up in life. It's for the ones who have laid down to die. Now let me drink to die. But it is not for the kings. How can a king rule? How can a king make good judgments if he's given over to alcohol? Given over to those things that take over his mind. How can you have... How can you be sober? How can you make good decisions if you are not in control of your life? What did Paul say? To bring your body in subjection, right? So you need to gain heart. And what I mean by heart is get that endurance and that perseverance and that strength about you to keep on going. F, eight through nine, eight and nine. Open thy mouth for the dumb in, this, in, in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. F is stand. Stand for God. Stand for God. She says, open thy mouth. 
Open your mouth. Judge righteously. Open your mouth. I mean, stand up for what's right. Stand up for people. Help them. Stand for God and his word. F, stand for God and his word. And last one, 10 and 11. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. G is build up your wife. Build up your wife. Who can find a virtuous woman? The heart of her husband does safely trust in her. And who's the wife? The wife is, uh, I mean, we, we can, of course, replying it to marriage here uh, for husband and wife, but the wife is us, the church, right? To Christ. And that's why you have verse one, the words of King Lemuel. Remember, the church is a mystery in the Old Testament, all right? Um, that's what the Bible calls it. It's a mystery. There's uh, different mysteries in the Bible. Anybody name some? Church, right? The rapture, right? Behold, I show you a mystery. All right, let's keep going. All right, wives. Verse 12. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Not some, all. Right? And it's talking about, really, I, we can, we can uh, adjust it to all of us right here. We will do the Lord good all of our days. A is invest in your husband. Invest in your husband, A. We need to invest in Christ. A, invest in your husband. B, 13 through 16, she seeketh wool and flax, worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. I mean, she's not greedy. She considereth a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands. She planteth a vineyard. B is focus on being fruitful. Notice 13, she seeks. She seeketh wool. Seeking has the idea of not giving up. You're, you're intently um, going after something. And a virtuous woman uh, is fruitful. And we all need to be fruitful. We all need to have these attributes, all right, to be fruitful. All right, C, verse 17. She girdeth her loins with what? Strength. Strength and strengtheneth her arms. C is strengthen yourself. Notice, notice that term there, and strengtheneth her arms. That means when she's weak, she's going to strengthen herself because there's times where nobody is going to do that for you. 
And you got to learn, uh, especially as a virtuous, um, somebody virtuous, you got to learn to strengthen yourself. You got to learn to get it from somewhere deep and just keep on going. All right. She, she strengthened her arms. Now, if we go on a physical, physical aspect here, uh, if this was if this was a, a, a wife, uh, then guys, we need to be, you know, we need to be above all. We need to do more, right? If this is a woman, man, how? <laughs> what about the men? <laughs> all right, this woman will put us all to shame. All the men to shame. This virtuous woman seems like this virtuous woman uh, does ten times more than what I do, right? Um, she rises up while it's still night and goes at it, doesn't stop. So, but it, it has a two-side meaning. Of course, it's talking about a wife, for sure. It's also talking about us, all of us, as a church. Um, there's a lot you can gain from this chapter. So you need to get strength. You need to strengthen your own arms. Strengthen. Strengthen yourself. Learn to strengthen yourself. Okay, there's times where you're not going to get the support you need, uh, but you need to learn to strengthen yourself. Okay, it's an attribute of a virtuous woman. D, verse 18, she perceiveth that her merchandise is good. All right, and her hands hold, I'm sorry, uh, her candle goeth not out by night. That means... Um, she's diligent even when she's sleeping, right? Uh, but D is keep a positive view, 18. Keep a positive view. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. She doesn't say, you know what? I'm a failure. Um, what I have is no good. I'm, I can't sell this. I can't do anything. I can't, you know. No. She's like, this is good. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to make some money. I'm going to buy my husband something first. Right, Jesse? And then I'll buy myself something after that. <laughs> All right, keep a positive view. And we can say something about the second part of the verse, too. Her, her candle goeth not out by night. I mean, even though she's sleeping, she's still, her mind's alert and aware of what's going on. All right, E, verse 19, she layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands uh, hold the distaff. Remain self-motivated. Remain self-motivated. I mean, she's going at it. I mean, from, from one part, she's making food. Next part, she's buying real estate. Uh, next, she's making, she's getting wool and flax uh, to get food and clothes, and now she's making her own clothes. Wow, she's getting it done. You got to stay self-motivated. All right, why? Because you're gonna give up. You give up, but she strengthened her her own arms. Where is she getting the strength from? We know. Where, where do we get our strength from? We need to get it from the Lord. We need to tap into the Lord's strength. Go at it. Um, that's why the Bible says, give not, don't give away your strength. 
Sometimes we don't have no strength because we gave it up, gave it away. Stay self-motivated. F, verse 20. She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. Keep an open home. Verse 20. F, keep an open home. Home can go pretty far. I mean, house, yeah. Uh, but your life, is it open to people? Can people come to you when they need help? Are you an open person? Or are you closed? You know, there's that theory of the Dead Sea, not a theory, the um, whatever it's called, science or geography. Uh, the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea is dead because water only pours into it, right? And uh, nothing can live in the Dead Sea. The salt content's so high, water only pours. Everything pours into the Dead Sea. There's no outlet. There's no flow. So just gimme, 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 and no give, 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 right? Uh, and and when we have a closed life, a closed home, um, it's only about us, me, uh, you, you're going to be too salty for anybody to live in, amen, for any fish to live in your water. So keep an open home. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. You know, she stretches it out. That means she goes to where they are. If they're a little further, she stretches. Can I help you? How can I help you? All right, that's the idea right there. And of course, we need to uh, do that with the gospel and such as well. All right, G, 21. She's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. Wow. Praise God. You know, she was prepared, but G, um, have strength and courage for your home. Have strength and courage for your home. She's not afraid. And her preparation, there's one, one, one way to keep from being fearful with something, and that's preparation. When you're prepared, you're going to be less scared, right? Um, that's with anything. There's nervousness. There's like a uh, long-term nervousness where we, we, we're going to be nervous about different things. Um, but then there's like a, there's two different nervousness. Nervous, uh, when I get it in the choir, when I sing in the choir, I, I'm nervous. All right? No matter what, I'm nervous. I could be really prepared. I could know the song. It could be victory in Jesus. I can sing victory in Jesus with my eyes closed and backwards. I can sing victory in Jesus, right? Uh, but if we sing victory in Jesus in the choir, I'm going to be nervous. I don't know why. But there's other nervousness. Let's say, um, I don't know, whatever. I got to uh, take a, a, a test or something, you know? Um, if, if I didn't study, I'm going to be nervous. But if I spent my days studying, I'm like, ah, no big deal, you know? So the idea is preparation. The more you prepare, uh, the less nervous that sudden nervousness or sudden fear or frightening um, spirit uh, 
you, you, you have less of that. So she's not afraid of the snow for her household, for her household or clothed with scarlet. She's not scared of winter time. She's not scared of, of low temperatures. Why? She's prepared. She's prepared. Amen. And we need to be prepared, amen, for the things coming, uh, for any battles coming, for any uh, things ahead. Uh, be walking with the Lord, be in prayer, such. Amen. All right. But we need to have courage. Uh, and the way to have courage is prepare. Get that courage from the Lord. Spend time with God. Seek God. All right, H. I like H. Verse 22. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Don't neglect yourself. You do, do, do. Go, go, go. Help, help, help. Well, what about you? All right? God wants to help you as well. Don't muzzle the ox. Don't neglect yourself. Okay? You got to sneak in McDonald's by yourself sometimes without the kids knowing. <laughs> I remember when um, Jesse was expecting with uh, Kayla, I'd come home. I said, Jesse, you want something to eat? She said, oh, uh, no. Did you get something to eat? She said, yeah. I ordered a, she'd order these, uh, these big sandwiches. And uh, I said, you ate without me? She said, I was so hungry. I said, hey, man, it's good. And she was expecting. And she was hungry. She couldn't wait. And uh, listen, you can't neglect yourself sometimes. Listen, well, you got to live. You got to live. You got to live too. All right? Don't neglect yourself. Okay? There's things that we need in earth. You need to be happy. Right? There's an old saying, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Okay? You got to take time for yourself. Uh, do, what, do what's right and live. Okay? Um, enjoy the life God's given you. It can't be all uh, do, 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 go, go, go. You got to take time for yourself as well. All right. I. 23. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. There's a lot. Listen, these, this is not exclusive at all. All right, This is only touching the surface. There's so much here. But make sure your husband is doing well. Make sure your husband's doing well. But her husband is known in the gates. He's known, um, why? Because she, the wife is working behind the scenes. And that's how we need Christ to be. We need to have Christ known, all right? People ought to know that you're a Christian by the way you conduct yourself and such. I mean, we can really expound on this. But her husband is known in the gates, all right? So she's not married to a deadbeat. Um, she's married to a man who is also hardworking, um, solid, okay? And they reflect on each other. She does her part, he does his part. And the same thing with Christ in the church. Christ, we know, is faithful. He always does his. He's faithful. And we need to make sure we do ours. Twenty-four. Jay. Um, 
she maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Um, I, I put don't devalue yourself. Don't devalue. She makes fine linen and sells it. Okay, she, she has a high standard. Okay, put the standard high for yourself. You can always go lower. All right, set it high. Set the bar high. How much is that uh, girdle? $1,000. Whoa, they're usually $10. Oh, well, give me 12 Good. <laughs> if you go too low, you can't go up, you know? In your life, um, go high, all right? Go high. Set a high standard, high bar for yourself. Sometimes as Christians, we say, oh, well, I don't care. I'm just waiting to get to heaven. Well, why did God put you here? And what you do here is kind of going to reflect on in heaven too, amen, with the rewards you get there. So it's just going to carry over. So make sure you, you know, don't devalue your whole life. Set a high standard and go at it. All right, okay. Verse 25, strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. Notice that in time to come. What's that remind you of? In due season, you shall reap if you faint not, right? Don't faint. Don't faint. She shall rejoice in time to come. Meaning you're not going to get the glory when you want it sometimes. You're not going to get the pat on the back when you want it. Uh, sometimes you might be rejected, neglected, feeling um, depressed and everything else. But in time to come, you stay at it. Don't quit. Don't faint. You shall reap if, if you faint not. Don't faint. Because why? It's coming. She shall rejoice. In time to come. All right, I. Oh, no, that's not I, that's L. L, 26. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Isn't that amazing? Openeth her mouth with wisdom. Not with gossip, not with anything else. We need to build, build yourself in the word of God. You know what? Build yourself in the word of God. Open your mouth when you speak. Uh, there's, there is a time to speak, right? I used, to, I used to be really a lot more quiet than I am now. And I thought, well, because I'm so quiet, that means I'm wise. And then I read the verse, a fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man uh, keepeth it in till afterwards. I'm like, oh, man, that means there is a time to speak. So if I don't say anything, that means I'm, it's, it's both. Oh, I, you could be a fool, uh, in one spectrum by saying too much, or you could be a fool in another spectrum by not saying anything at all. So you do need to open your mouth, but open it with wisdom. And when you speak, it is better, though, to be, to be quiet, for sure. Yeah, if you're a quiet person, that is better than saying too much. Uh, but when you do speak, uh, speak with wisdom. Speak with the words of God. Try to think of Bible verses, Scripture. When there's a problem that arises, try to match it, identify a Bible verse, and you'll know that you are um, on the right path. 
and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Uh, that's hard because sometimes we, we're very um, aggressive, not aggressive, um, unkind to people. We could be unkind to people in, in our words. We could feel like we're crushing people, right? But her, the law her, in her tongue is the law of kindness, meaning she's not going to say anything unless she's, it's going to come with wisdom and kindness towards someone. What verse is that linked with? Charity, right? Charity suffereth long and is kind. I mean, she's got love, and that's what the church needs. We need that love, love of God for people. Uh, without charity, the Bible says, you become, uh, all your words are useless. You can have faith to move mountains, but without charity, it's all for, it's all for nothing. So, the law of kindness. All right. Everybody good? Yep. Okay. All right, M, 27. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Don't waste time. Don't waste time. Try to be more diligent with your time. Understand, you know, there's times where you need downtime. Uh, but don't waste too much time. Don't waste time at all. All right, use time. Calculate your time. If you have to make a schedule, make a schedule. But don't waste time. And 28. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Wow. Honey, you're the best. Keep the family as one. Keep the family as one. Keep the family as one. Oh, 29 through 31, I just summed them up here. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. That's one right there. Uh, favor is deceitful. When somebody says, oh, you're doing such a great job, and you believe it, you know, let your fruit speak for, her, for, for itself. Somebody says I'm doing a good job, but my fruit doesn't match up with that. That means I'm not, okay? Favor is deceitful. Uh, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. And this is what I'm saying here. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Let your own fruit praise give you that favor. You can see uh, if, you, if you are a good uh, parent and, and the work that you've put in, you'll see the fruits from it. If you're a good employee, you'll see the fruits from it. If you're a good, if a good Christian, you're going to see the fruits from it. All right? What you sow, that, that is what you're going to reap. Okay? O is end well. End well. End well. And we need to end well. Keep going. A lot of mistakes along the way. But we can all end well. Can't we? Right? Thank God he's uh, long-suffering and he'll restore. We can fall seven times, but the just man riseth up again. Right? End well. We can all end well. Better is the end than the beginning. End well. So... 
However, I hope that was a blessing to you. That's Proverbs 31. You can probably make a million different outlines from this uh, uh, Proverbs, uh, but I focused on just a couple. Um, so, amen. Well, that was the book of Proverbs. And uh, thank you for being part of the book of Proverbs. We went over the whole book um, in almost like a brief way, but nonetheless, we did go over it. Amen. So it was a blessing to you. And uh, thank you for being here tonight. I'm going to close in prayer. And uh, Lord willing, if uh, you can make it Saturday for soul winning, come on out. If not, we'll see you Sunday in church at 11. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we, uh, we thank you for the book of Proverbs. And uh, Lord, you are our king. Help us, Lord, to, um, and we are the wife, Lord. Help us to be that virtuous wife um, and add to our faith virtue. Help us to be that virtuous woman, Lord, all of us, um, in respect to you. We thank you for giving us life. Uh, help us to use it to your, for your honor and glory. Um, Lord, give us opportunity to speak about you and to uh, praise you, and to love you. Uh, help us to get into our word, uh, your word more and may it enter into our hearts. Bless us now as we go. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here tonight.